Hello and welcome to the SBL Guru podcast. My name is Marty Windle and today we are joined with a very special guest. Her name is Erin Morton. She's a legend, a legend in the world of auditing, AA lecturing at the skill stage of professional. So I'm just going to give you, Erin, a, a few minutes to introduce herself. I don't need a few minutes, but thanks, Marty. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm Erin Morton and I teach or really do specialise in audit and assurance predominantly for ACCA now. I've worked for 20 years in the classroom and online, writing material, teaching across all of the accountancy professional exams, but definitely much more specialised in, in ACCA now. And I also now deliver courses on FME Learn Online. So I have my own on-demand courses, which I can support students directly, which is lots of fun. Excellent. Excellent. So today we're going to talk about a topic. First topic we're going to talk about today on the podcast is close to people's hearts. And it's a thing that I think most students suffer with, and that is exam stress. So I think exam stress is quite normal. You're not weird if you're having exam stress. You're kind of weird if you're not having exam stress. So exam stress is something that a lot of students are going to have to deal with, especially during the course of studying for ACCA, especially a lot of people have panic over the written papers. So I just wonder, Aaron, could you share with me, like from your years of experience, any kind of tips that students could take and, and use going forward in relation to managing that exam stress? Yeah, I think I think being realistic is is one big thing. Like you mentioned, it's it's almost normal that you would feel stressed. And I almost don't believe people when they say that they don't get stressed or worked up in any sense. It's just more some people seem to be able to naturally manage stress better than others. And if you are in the camp where you feel like it bubbles over, then there's just a few techniques and tips that really um, will help you in in preparation for that. Personally, I was always someone, look, I'm a big overthinker and I was very aware of that when I was going through my exams. So I used to just make sure that I'd given myself absolutely every opportunity to learn properly. I wasn't really in the camp of wanting to wing any of the exams in the hope that I would um, I would be able to just about scrape past because because I knew how I would feel at the end and how uncomfortable and stressed I would feel if I felt like there was gaps or things that I wasn't sure of, I just made sure that I planned properly. And so, you know, if you are someone that naturally does get, you know, worried about things, then just don't don't give yourself the opportunity to feel stressed and overwhelmed at the end and actually just make sure that you take lots of breaks. I don't know you you Marty, was you was you a winger or was you a, a I was kind of a last minute, so I was kind of like didn't do that much work until about six weeks before the exam. Then I just in a blind panic, I I kind of consolidated at the end. I was I think the revision okay. courses for me were a massive help in terms of dealing with my stress. Like that revision course, when I went in to do revision, I was like I've got any hope, you know? I'm just like underprepared. But the the revision course really kind of helped me to organize and helped me to de-stress because the lecturers were kind of giving me advice and tips about what to do. This is how you do it. And actually that, yeah. ma that made a massive difference. The other I thing used I to look forward to, I used to look forward to my revision courses yeah. because once I'd kind of learned all of the knowledge and I had, I'd started looking at a few questions and I was getting a little bit prepared towards the exam, but it still felt quite overwhelming. But I agree. I found the revision course for me was the time when I could really start to focus on what I was going to have to face. And I think, unfortunately, what happens is uh, a lot of students kind of ignore that side of the preparation and 
therefore sort of when they get nearer the exam they feel like they haven't done enough and they still don't really understand what the exam is all about so yeah in terms of preparing properly having a solid plan look that breaks up your learning so that you are learning the course syllabus information because that's obviously important regardless of what what paper you're actually doing but then making sure that you have scheduled enough time for you know disciplined question practice reviewing the examiner's report looking you know even on the ACCA YouTube and looking at information relevant to your specific subject and there's lots of resources that you can pull together and and read through and and watch so that you can fully understand your subject and I think then if you get a bit of a picture of what's expected of you then that can make sure that you're a little bit more well managed when you get nearer the exam and and getting a little bit of self-belief is definitely key to that but yeah having plenty of time and having a solid plan I would say is that the two key things that you need to have yeah, and I think you picked up on one thing there about taking breaks, which I think is like really important in terms of your studying is I used to just break my study time into like 40 minute sessions, you know, 40 minute session. Then I'd go and make a cup of tea. I'd then like go for a walk. I mean, walking is an amazing way to kind of reset and to recharge your, your batteries. So the other thing I would say in terms of your mental health, it's quite tough on your mental health during your ATC exams. Tell people tell your friends, tell your family you're doing the exams because then don't do it in secret. I mean, they, they can be an important source of support for you and help for you and encourage you along the way. And that can be massively helpful if you can get the people around you to support you during your exams because, and you tell them, hey, I'm not going out for the next six weeks. You know, I'm going to be in studying yeah, and yeah. You, you've got to let them know. Those. Remember those days very, very clearly. I agree. Yeah, it is, it is important to have that kind of... Um, cheerleading team behind you so that people are, are aware and don't actually try and lead you down the wrong path because you know it's it's important to have some discipline but we're all human and it's very easy to get pulled away from from information and, and pulled away from your studies to do something else when in fact that's what's really important yeah and I think that one thing you can and we don't have to be a monk or a nun when, you, when you're studying for exams so I think the important thing is you know, if you if you're gonna work really hard for a few days, have have that evening off where you go for a, a you know a, a nice meal or a few beers or whatever it is. Give yourself a treat as a reward to yourself for working hard is a massive thing that you can do. You know, if you've been working hard all weekend, have a couple of beers on Sunday night. It's not going to kill you. You know, it's like you need to have that de stress and to and to like you know reacclimatize to the real world. So. So that's that's a, that's a massive thing, you know, for to de-stress. Go and talk to your mates, and go and talk to your friends, or talk to your family, you know. So building that reward time, and that could be chocolate as well. Don't oh, forget, yeah. chocolate. Could or it could be, be all of those things. Oh, all of those things in one go. That yeah. would be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think the the main thing is just get support, get support, and be organised. Absolutely right, Owen. Like be organised and try to do a little bit every day is good. Getting that habit that. That habit is, is massive, you know. So if you do it, it's better to do an hour an hour every day for five days than to do five hours in one go. I it's, agree. It's to build it up is the important thing. So the more organized and prepared you are, the less stress you will feel, I believe. So actually a lot of stress is because you're not, you're disorganized and you're not properly prepared. So get yourself prepared can help you with your stress as well. Any final tips, Erin, on on dealing with stress in the examination? 
in the exam itself it there's so many different ways that the that the students these days are, are sitting the exam aren't they because there's some doing remote learning so they'll be in their home environment and then there's others at center-based exams and um, there's a couple of tips I know from from students that I've spoken to get very upset about too much noise distracting them and disturbances if they're sitting in a center-based exam so in in that situation you know massive tip to try and make sure that you can block things out is to bring some earplugs if you are in a center-based exam because those keyboards make lots and lots of noise and so if that's something that you know is going to to overwhelm you when you're trying to concentrate on a really in-depth scenario then then definitely make sure that you are you know bringing some tools like that with you so that you can concentrate properly so yeah and then in terms of the the remote exams so if someone's sitting in a home environment there's lots of prep that you need to do to make sure that you're ready and your computer's ready for the remote invigilated exam and you know again don't think right my exam's at nine o'clock so I'm just going to log on at eight and hope for the best get logged on and go through all of those checks and tests as early as possible so that you know that you've given your computer chance to you know do any loading that it has to do, go through any processes that it has to go through. And then that allows you to stay as calm as possible as well. Because as we know, it takes one little thing to, to change our, our, um, our mindset if we're under pressure. And things like, you know, a computer not behaving can just send you in a complete panic. And then you may not be able to pull yourself back and, and feel as focused as you would do. Same as as well which I'm rambling on now, but same same as well if you are in the centre-based exam, making sure that you turn up with loads of time as well. I don't know. I don't know because you, you would have sat exams in in great halls like, like in Victorian I times. <laughs> and yeah, back in the olden days. Yes. Um, and I, I sat my ACCA exams, particularly the last kind of the finals and the last couple from what was the official applied skills. I sat them in the Excel Centre in London. So it was this huge, massive um, centre with thousands of desks, which everyone then sat down and sat their exams. And actually, I used to turn up at least an hour before the exam started. And I'd go and get myself a coffee and I'd go and sit down with a few little notes. And I would just, you know, I was there. So trains weren't going to upset my day. I'd already arrived and I just made sure that I had plenty of time so that I could just breathe. Yeah. And, you know, breathing, we talk about as it's obviously a survival technique. It's important to breathe. Um, but actually, learning to breathe deeply and just breathe through problems is is really important. And I think, you know, giving yourself some time before the exam to do that is important as well. Yeah, just on one final tip on exam stress, and it's in line with what you said, Erin, is one time your mouse is going to break down and run out of batteries is on the day you're going to do the examination. So just in the line of our accountancy philosophy of prudence concept, I think always have like a spare set of batteries just in case your mouse breaks down on the day of the exam. It probably won't, but just in case, just have that mouse ready. That's great. Thank you very much, Erin. That's been a great no sort of uh, review on, on exam stress.